Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75 two time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer. And as we sit recording on Monday, October 26, 2020, the birthday boy. Happy birthday to the one, the only, the legendary Tony Casillas TC. Saludos, amigo. Hey, guy. Mucho gracias, Sean. I really appreciate that. And, uh, and oh, by the way, belated birthday to you. I, I know last week I had one of those moments. Your birthday was actually on Tuesday. And your father's birthday is also this month, two days apart from you. So happy good belated month. birthday. Good October month for everyone. Good month. Yeah. Good month for birthdays. Well, for birthdays, uh, but not yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm, uh, no, not so much. <laughs> Tony, you, um, I saw people follow you on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. You went out of town, enjoyed your birthday festivities. Uh, looked like you went to Fayetteville, I think. Um, enjoyed some time with the fam. It looked like a lot of fun. Hope it was. Um, but then you sat down Sunday, you said, tomorrow I'm going to be another year older, and I hope that my team just gives me a great present. And they did not do that. The nerve of them, Tony. What, 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 is, what are your emotions watching Cowboys games these days? Um, well, well, first of all, it was a fabulous weekend. I had a chance to go to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and it was, you know, it was an early birthday celebration. I got to visit my daughter, uh, my family. Uh, my son came in from Norman. Uh, my wife set up the whole uh you know that's awesome. Airbnb, yeah and so that was that was great got to see the change in the, the leaves i mean it was beautiful until sunday we started back and you know my son is a big fantasy football fan and he's on the red zone he's got it all you know queued up on his computer and i'm driving i'm driving respectively i mean i'm not you know being very you know sure, very, doing, doing the, the road. thing yeah 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 and i'm, I'm driving and i'm i'm not texting and driving i'm not watching the game and driving and all I know is I hear the narration of him, and all I can hear is, damn, S-H-I-T, uh, this team sucks, and I'm like, what happened? And then next thing you know, it, I mean, the rest is history. My point is, is this whole thing is that I thought about this because I was watching ESPN today when I was working out, and I'm, much, I'm more intrigued by watching what Cam Newton wears after during his post-game interviews than watching the damn Dallas Cowboys play. That's where it's at. <sighs> Um, yeah, I, that's pretty, I, I mean, that's look, you're lost for words, but the problem is RJ is that we've been covering this team for a long time. I've been in this market for a long time and I've never, ever seen a team quit. Not only have they quit on their themselves, which is even worse, more worse. They quit on their, on Mike McCarthy and they quit on Jerry Jones. And I'm really much never – and last year we said, okay, well, they need a change of coaching, you know, it's still. Well, you know, here we are, what, uh, right. two and five right now. And they're one of the worst teams in the National Football League. 
the Washington football – oh, the Washington – what is the Washington football team? Their offense was pedestrian, <laughs> pedestrian before yeah. they played the Cowboys and all of a sudden, you know, they, they, they make a really horrible offense look great. That's where we're at right now. So to answer your question, I'm looking for – I'm looking for everything to kind of describe my feelings. I mean, and, I mean, there's there's so many, you know, adjectives and so many things I'd want to say. This is a podcast. I want to keep it clean, but uh, <laughs> it is uh, it is it is a, the demise of all teams right now. I'm sure, and, and you don't have to name names, but I'm sure that when you played, there were guys, there were other offensive linemen that when when you guys were playing them, you were like, oh hell yeah, you, you were like this this is where I make. This is why I hit my incentives. You know, like that's just the truth, right? There, oh, yeah. dudes, there are dudes that are not good, and there are dudes that are good. And right now, the Cowboys are the get right team. They are medicine. You you want to have your career day? You want to play the Dallas Cowboys? And and it's in every way. It is as simple, Tony, as when when the other team is on offense, go deep, and when the other team is on defense, send the house. And I know, you know, we all know that the Cowboys are dealing with a number of injuries. They are basically dealing with an entirely backup level offensive line. Um, And that was not a great thing to go against Washington's, you know, defensive front. But guess what? The coaching staff had all week knowing this. The the coaching staff, I mean, I I don't even know how to rank the failures. Um, And I I was going to save this for later, but you kind of touched on it. And so I want to start here, I guess. Why wait? Uh, Well, so so Andy Dalton uh, is is taken out of this game. Um, I'll I'll start actually on on this subject here. Is that a dirty hit in your estimation? Somebody who's played the game? You know, I think, you know, John Bostic has a reputation, but I mean, it's marginal. I mean, it's, you know, he knows that, you know, he, and, and look, I'm always going to be a proponent of, you know, the, the defense because I think it's hard to stop your body when you're going 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's marginal. I don't think he'll get suspended. Well, they it was announced before we started recording that he's not expected to be suspended, which okay, is why well, I asked. A lot of Cowboys yeah. fans are pissed off. and, and now, so- I, I, Look, I, I think that it was – as a defensive player, it's very hard to stop in midair. I'm like, okay, let me adjust and, you know, and, and – you know, some guys, they have it in their blood. They're going to do what they need to do, okay? But I don't think it was like one of those those hits that, look, the guy needs a two-game suspension. No, I don't think it was that dirty. Well, I would disagree with you, but I've never played. Um, it, it, it did seem intentional to me. Um, but again, you know, it's certainly open for interpretation, I suppose. Uh, but that's, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is, and Mike McCarthy touched on this, um, no Cowboys player got in John Bostick's face. Like, it's, it's one thing to sit here and talk about the NFL suspending him, but no Cowboys player ran to get in that dude's grill. And I find that, again, I've never played in the NFL, but I find that to be kind of shocking, and Mike McCarthy clearly finds it to be kind of shocking. Your thoughts on no Cowboys player defending Andy Dalton? Well, in that they, they can't even get in front of an offensive, a defensive lineman. They can't even, like, try to cut a defensive lineman. And to the point of... You know, sometimes there there's false emotion. I mean, not you know, you 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 put emotion out there where you're you're acting where you you know that you're you're not that good. And I think the Cowboys are, are a terrible football team right now. And it's almost like where did how did we get here? I mean, I understand the injuries and everything, but the freaking effort. I mean, you mentioned about their offensive line. When you know, we have this argument about you know some you know some teams in the you know college could you know stack up against a team in a national. Right. Football we league. want Bama. Yeah, I mean, and I heard that today, and, I'm, and, and I watch it off. I watch some of the the plays, some of the, the 
best plays of Washington versus the offensive line. And it is so embarrassing to see how Andy Dalton running for his damn life every freaking play because their offensive line is atrocious. I mean, it is it is so bad. And, you know, these are guys that have played in the National Football League. Granted, you know, there's, there's rookies and there's guys out there. But the bottom line is also, how are you going to protect them? I mean, and there was no protection. And, you know, the thing about this is that when I always feel like, you know, look, there's got to be a certain amount of pride. And I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my family. And I saw, you know, it's like you'll protect your family. I'll protect my family. And if someone does something to my family, I'm going to go after their ass. They did not do that to Andy Dalton. They treated him like he was not part of the family, that they're worried about themselves. They didn't have enough pride to even just, you know, to me, act like they cared about him and really just come to his his rescue. And that's to me, is something resonate. And that's just a look. That's what that is the face of this team right there, right now. They have no confidence. They have no have no stones right now. And to me, it's festered every which way. And and really, just you mentioned it. I mean, you play a team like Dallas now. This is a team that you're you know, like, look, we're going to put up some numbers on them. And I mean, where, how did you get there? I mean, this is a just you know, it's an inexplicable. I um, there's a lot to what you said, and. I do. So the, the story that everyone around the world is talking about is the Andy Dalton thing and, and nobody coming to his defense. And I just I can't imagine a world and I don't want to speak for you, but where, you know, but real quick, I'm not the introdu- but if you can have guys calling out your coach. Right. The week, the week of you think they're going to stick up for their, 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 their quarterback. I mean, they're more concerned by blaming this, blaming their play on other things as opposed to really, you know, just sticking up for a guy and like John Bostick. They know he's a dirty SOB. Right. Well, so let, let's back up there then. Do you believe the report? The report from Jane Slater last week about there being players that are pointing fingers at coaches, uh, albeit anonymous players. Yeah, so yeah you I believe it. I have a lot of respect for Jane. Agreed. And I she's, think, she's a friend of this show, a friend of yeah, yours. For, yeah, totally. And I'm not just saying that just because I think that she – I think players will talk to her. Now, whether they are they ever going to trust her again, I don't know about that. But obviously someone, I don't think Jane is a person that's just going to report something just because she's speculating or trying to, you know, to, to put words in the player's mouth by just talking to him and kind of set him up. I don't think that she's, I mean, I think she's a professional, what she, a professional, what she does. And, and yeah, I believe that there's, 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 you know, grumblings of that. Sure. So I think she's very credible. So I couldn't agree more. So We've established then going into the game that there's already players who are finger pointing at coaches. And to Absolutely. your point, if if there are already players finger pointing at coaches, you're right. I mean, they're they're not going to go defend Andy Dalton, especially if that defense requires some level of work. And and I hate I, I don't want to sound like the guy that's just sitting you know behind a desk and, and and you know saying oh you do this better do this. Like again, I realize it's hard, but it it just isn't. It you look. I, I don't even know what the right word is. You you look given up. You look defeated. You look like quitters. I mean, to just to just let your dude get his bell rung like that. You know, it's it's one thing to get hurt, but I mean to to get in, you know, to your point, Tony, I mean, a dirty player taking him out and and not even challenge that guy is just it it says a lot about the kind of way you you roll, which is really disappointing. Well, think about this. Think about your Vandy Dalton. And, I mean, look at the plays that, you know, led up to him getting knocked out of the game. He had no protection. 
I mean, the safety, I mean, think about it. And there's nothing he could do. I mean, every time he took a step, I mean, he could not find a receiver downfield. Right. I mean, every time he got the ball, one thousand. I was talking to my son, Jet. I mean, we're watching, you know, I was getting up, you know, reports as we were driving. And I was 1001. And they were already, in, you know, close to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the norm for that is 2000, you know, 2000, 2.5 seconds. He had no, he had no protection whatsoever. So I don't know. I, he's either, he was either going to get hurt, drop him back to pass because he had no protection whatsoever. Yeah. Or John Bostick was going to take him out because Andy Dalton was trying to make something happen. Do you, it sounds, I mean, I'm going to assume the answer is yes here, but do you support Michael McCarthy calling out the players for not rushing Absolutely. Andy Dalton's defense? Absolutely. He needs a, you know, if, if not for nothing, he needs to be able to, you know, they're not, they're, you know, they're, they're quitting on him. They're calling him out and the coaching staff. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, that's, you know, for me, you know, sometimes you, you always say coaches need to say something. And I know right. Jimmy Johnson used the media as a way to motivate guys. I mean, he just was very calculated in that. But you have no, I mean, that to me, I think that just goes to show you where this team is. You got to call your own players out because you're not protecting your quarterback. You know, we, we know as far as pass protection, but as far as the guy running for his life, I mean, you should feel obligated. You should feel guilty about him getting hurt. Like today, you're thinking, you know, that's on me. That's our fault. I mean, take it personal. Because the guy's back there, and he's trying to make something happen. You're being paid. I don't care who you are. If you're starting in the National Football League, RJ, you know, there are are guys that are all pros. There's guys that are Pro Bowl players. And there's difference between guys and, you know, a, a good football player and those type of players. Right. Right now, I don't. I think there's for the Cowboys' offensive line, that level goes below below average. So, when when a team is this bad, the way the way the Cowboys are bad, I mean, because it's not just bad. I mean, this this is like this is specialty bad. Um, it, people say things, and, and people you know, and now people tweet things and whatever. And so, a really, um, I think, common assumption from the average Cowboys fan is these guys don't care. These guys just want to pick up a check. These these guys are, are just, you know, in this to get paid. The, the guys that have gotten paid by way of second contracts or whatever, they're checked out. Do you buy any of that? Or, or, or is that just fan talk? Oh, you? yeah. I mean, I've been on teams like that. That, you know, there's a point, and you see the effort. And to me, that really bothers me because this is a team that when you watch them play, they do not play hard. They do not care. Once they're beat, it's like, okay, here we go again. And I mentioned this on the show before. Once you start getting in that that rhythm of just being bad and not really caring, mm-hmm. then it's contagious. I mean, it, it just kind of festers everywhere. Now, I see some guys on the you know sidelines. I saw Andy Dalton screaming at guys. I mean, come on, let's go. I mean, you, this is embarrassing. And he's probably screaming because he wants to – he didn't want to, you know, get carried off the field like he did. Right. Eventually, and that was because he was trying to save his own ass, right? So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to that. And that's the problem, man. I mean, it's right. It, You know, where do you go from here? I mean, I don't see – I mean, there is you – know, you know, they threw him a life raft, okay? But they're, I don't think anybody's going to get on it because I don't think we can save this team right now because the way that this is kind of unraveled. I mean, I don't, I don't see it, any you change. It's only going to get worse. And right now, let me ask you this. If I had to ask you right now, and this is overreaction Monday, and I said, RJ, 
Give me one, two, two players on this team right now that wouldn't be tradable. Well, so if and I'll, I'll say Dak is Dak, so that's a special. Okay, one. well, I, Dak. I, I, I'm talking about yeah, Dak. I, Regardless, not really, counting Dak because he's he's his own category. Right. Um, I will say C.D. Lamb is not tradable for me, yeah. um, and I mean, and, and, and I'm talking about guys th- that I'm not willing to trade. Not 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 talking about the complications of contracts and things like that. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, probably Zach Martin. Zach Martin's the second one. Um, I I would not be in love with the idea of trading Michael Gallup. I think I could be convinced if the price was right. I could certainly be convinced to trade Amari Cooper. I could be convinced to trade anybody on defense. That's the thing. Like that's that's you know a few weeks ago I asked you the jersey question, right? Like if you had to buy a jersey of any defensive player, who are you buying? You know what I mean? Like there's there's nobody. There's there's no defensive player on this team that you feel like is a cornerstone of the group. I guess my point is also is that. I mean, if I would have said that at the first of the year, I mean, there would be a lot of names on no, that. No, people would be saying Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton Van Der Esch. So, yeah. so that's where we're at right now. That's where you know, I'm trying to, to put the emphasis on, you know, you look at this team and like, I mean, besides Dak, which is not playing, which is clearly the leader on this team. Without him, they are nothing. So, I mean, that's, you know, really, if you look at this whole picture right here, because they were in ba- a bad shape before this happened, but Dak was able to improvise and make some plays. But, you know, to the point of, you know, right now where we're at seven weeks into this, that, you know, you think about it. I mean, before this, before the season started, I mean, there'd be a lot of guys who let go on that list that you'd say you got to keep. But right now, I mean, you could entertain a lot of trade talks right now with a lot of different players just because if you're Jerry Jones and the GM or whoever is making the decision because you're mad because these guys have betrayed you. I mean, and I know you don't want to get emotional about it. Right, right, right. Right now, I mean, when I look at this big picture, there's a more than just a two or three guys that would be on that list as far as trading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, yeah, I mean, as far as dudes I'm willing to trade, there's way more than two guys on this. I'm talking about dudes in in my untouchable box. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But so you talked about getting mad, and I I think – I, I will be so again. We're recording this on Monday. I and by be, the way, I don't want to be like this. Today's my birthday. I know, dude. Man, I, Mick, I mean, you know, I, I, I calm me down, RJ. It's gonna well, be all right. So so we're recording this on Monday. Um, <laughs> Stephen Jones has not. Stephen Jones has not met with the media. Or he does his his one five through the fan hit on Mondays. Jerry Jones will do his on Tuesday morning. I may, maybe I'm pessimistic now. There are times where you can you can tell. Oh, Jerry Jones is going to be on a new level this morning. And and he he was last Friday after the anonymous report. He 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 outright challenged the report, which was a bad look for Jerry, I thought, but that's neither here nor there at this point. I I don't see the Cowboys being mad. Like like you just said. And I think that that's the problem in my eyes. I I don't I really truly speaking from my honest opinion, 
don't see them as being truly that upset about this. I think they're bothered. I think they're like, well, I'd rather win than lose. But I don't think they're phased one way or the other. I think they look at this and they're telling themselves a lot of things that are fair and true, right? Like this is the COVID season. This is Mike McCarthy's first year. We've lost all these players. The NFC East is still winnable. I, I, well, think, I think they've created their own reality that they're living in at this point. Well, Matt Rule looks like he's adjusting to the COVID, right? The new I, I, I agree with you. I mean, so, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not disagree I mean, with I'm that at all. I'm about tired of hearing that excuse because it can't. It has been done. Yeah, Matt Rule, Kevin Stefanski, Ron Rivera, yeah. Ron Rivera, yeah. and Ron, Ron, by the way, uh, we should send a, a very and hearty it, congratulations to Ron Rivera. The Washington Football Team Twitter account tweeted right before we started recording, Tony, a video of Rivera ringing the bell for his last uh, awesome. cancer treatment. So uh, I know, I know all about that because my my wife's a breast cancer survivor. So uh, that's awesome. Just you know, prayers, and I'm just. So happy for Coach Rivera. Yeah, but but I mean, to that point, um, I had my dad on our post game show because we're around. You know, I've mentioned that my, my family and I were traveling, and he know. I mean, I I, I don't want to like include this, but Ron Rivera has dealt with just so much crap since he took that job, right? I mean, he's dealing with the COVID season. He's dealing with his own personal battle. He's dealing with the name change and everything that that organization has gone through. He's dealing with, you know, his own injuries and his own lack of quarterback. And and I think that's where people are, are pissed off as Cowboys fans is, look at that. He found a way. I mean, and, and he didn't just beat the Cowboys. He beat the Eagles in, in week one. You know what I mean? And so it, it does feel like, unless everything is perfect for the Cowboys that, that they can't, you know, one, one tiny little detail, you know, doesn't go according to plan and the whole, you know, mechanism collapses and that's, that's who they are. And that's frustrating. They can't handle adversity. And, and look, I understand. And, and I, I talk about this all the time with you on the show. I mean, there's gotta be some, you gotta, you know, there's, you got, there's something that's going to be compromised, but if your strength is defense, and that's supposedly supposed to be the, where your big playmakers are, where your offense is going to struggle. You need to be able to try to make some of that up and make it, you know, let's let's help the offense out. Yeah, get aggressive. But we're not even they're not even doing that. They don't give it, they don't care. Almost caught myself on that. But <laughs> they don't they don't care about and and I think I hate to say this, but they're just not that good. No. We overestimated their play and who they are and who they we thought they would be, and they're just a bad football team. So, um, <laughs> I so I think that that's part of it, right? I think I think a big part is that they are quitters or whatever you want to call them, and but I think underneath that they're just not good, and and that's true too. And so the combination is is a deadly one in this respect. I think yeah. Some I mean, whenever I watch football, I obviously think a lot about you know history and the Cowboys. And Jimmy Johnson used to say a lot of things to you guys, but but one thing he has said that is in a ton of NFL films clips is he says that when when you're going after, I know you've heard it a million times, you're going after a gorilla, you don't hit him lightly, you hit him with everything you got, right? Like the yeah. point is like if you're gonna take one shot. You, you better make sure it's a sh- – and, like, these dudes, they, they don't – it's it's a playful – they almost hug him. You know what I mean? Like, it's – it they they have they have no want. And I, and I hate saying that because I, you can't measure that and it's such a an assumption and it's such a hot take. But they truly look, Tony, like they just don't care. I mean, and, and that's the most – and – and so that's that's why I'm you know because people are ready to call for Mike McCarthy, fire Mike McCarthy, whatever, blah blah. I'm willing to give McCarthy that benefit of the doubt in that 
for all we know, this dude is trying like hell to to get his message, get his mission across to these players, and they just it's fallen on deaf ears. Yeah, and I give you a game plan. I'm saying, guys, this is the game plan for the week. Okay, and I'm sure in those meetings that there's a players and only meeting or players and coaches meeting where people, the press may not know about this. Where we're in a, we're, let's, let's talk about this. It's like Mike McCarthy said, you know what, RJ, if you have a problem with me, you know, don't tweet it out. You know, call me and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. This is a family. This is something you and I need to handle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's being a coward. So I could just only imagine this week there's, there was those talks. I'm sure there was a team meeting. After and the report, they, yeah. Yeah, everything. I mean, there's probably been one every week because of this. <laughs> I mean, I, think about it. Not, I hope. I mean, this, kid, this, this probably wouldn't have been the first come to Jesus meeting. I mean, the the, the, the week after they got their asses kicked by Arizona, the week after that. I mean, there's been some damn meetings going on. But this all came to the head whenever, you know, supposedly whoever said something about the coaches and everything and it leaked out. I guarantee there's been a meeting that people like, okay, uh, guys, we're going to make, okay, what is it that you don't like about the game plan? We'll make it easy. We'll make it as vanilla Mm. as possible, okay, where you set up, you know, you can line up. You don't have to think because we don't want you to think. God God forbid if you have to think about the game, you're freaking a professional athlete and you got to think, oh, my God. So a situation where you have to think about the game. I know you're describing the way it, it works, right? In, in yeah, you know, in, in 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 that uh, coaches say, "Okay, guys, we're we're gonna water it down for you, whatever." And I I know you're just you're just stating the truth of it, right? Like, that's what happens. But I guarantee you, every Cowboys fan that that just listened to what you said is is even more frustrated because that that is frustrating that that this coaching staff. I mean, it's it's frustrating that these players have everything catered to them. And they just can't deliver. You know what I mean? And I, I feel sorry for the fans. I really do because it, they don't. You know, I, there's certain there's certain aspects of, of the game and things and nuances that go on that fans may not know. And and I, I read a lot of I follow you on Twitter and I've seen some of the remarks are just like, wow, I can't believe they're saying that. I mean, I, you know, and I'm not going to say that they don't know what they're talking about. But right now, if you're a Cowboys fan, I feel bad for you. I mean, I, I really do because. This team is, is is quit. I mean, they the effort and look. I mean, if you're not if you're bad, right, RJ? At least show me some damn effort. You know, I'm gonna say, look, I'm gonna, I'm look this week when you play. You know, the, the game coming up or the last week. I don't give a sh- I don't care. There you go again. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Come on, it's my birthday, man. I want to live till sixty. All right. So anyway, uh, I just want to watch the film and I want to see you run to the damn ball. Okay. I don't care if you get knocked off the ball three yards, just run down the field to the ball. Show me some effort. Okay. You may not, even physically, you may just get, and look who you're playing. You're playing the freaking Washington Redskins. How bad was their offense, RJ, before coming in this game? Well, um, it was, it was. Put it in perspective. It, I mean, it was. It was really, 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 really bad. I mean, yeah, and, but, yeah, but so well, so was the New York Giants. And, and, I, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, it, yeah. I, so my point is, is like, if that's if that's who you are, and you have to look yourself, you know, wake up and like, damn, I'm we're that bad. I mean, you accept that? I mean, I don't want you to accept that. I want you to go out there and just have some play with some energy and some passion, and that's what we're not seeing. And defensively. That's the easiest way you can show that. 
okay? But when you see Trayvon Diggs, you can see him get burned. I don't know what the double move or whatever. You're like, that was bad. What the hell was that? Uh, and 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 I don't. I feel again. I feel bad blaming Trayvon. He's a rookie. It's his, it's oh, his, know. you know what I mean. It's his seventh game in the NFL. But and and that's where the team is at, right? That that they are relying so much on on a rookie. On a rookie. And 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 hopefully these are learning experiences and will make Trayvon a better corner in the future. Um, but but part of the problem is is bad luck, right? Like they've they've just been injured. That is that is totally true. But part of the other problem is they have drafted poorly to the point that Trayvon is one of their better corners, even if everybody's healthy. And so I mean, this there's there's a player level failure. There's a coaching level failure. There's a front office level failure. I mean, so, so I did a, a hit on 105 through the fan on um, on Sunday night, and something that we were talking about was Tyron Matthew. Ty- Tyron Matthew is just such a baller for the Kansas City Chiefs. And when he was a free agent after he left the Arizona Cardinals, Cowboys had no interest. Remember that they were on vacation when when he was doing his free agent rounds, and. I mean, I think the Cowboys front office has done a lot of things that do deserve credit, but they have just rested on their laurels in other ways. That that feeling, that attitude, that disposition of accepting mediocrity, whatever you want to call it, that that doesn't start with the players in my mind. You can tell me if you agree or disagree. That well, starts I, at the top. Well, I, if you ask Jerry Jones, you go back and you ask him, you say, how did you win those three Super Bowls? You, want, you had a good offense, but you had a damn good defense. And I hate to go back in the day. I mean, it's been a quarter of a century ago. But I remember in 1992, we had the number, number one, one defense, defense yeah. in the National Football League. Okay? And now, if you're offensive, yeah, I get it. Your offensive line is decimated. You know, but at least you can have play, you know, one phase of the game you can play well. And I would give Tony Pollard. I will pat him on the back. A hell of a run back. I mean, we've been – Finally broken off. off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that was, a, that was one of the high notes in that game. Um and that, the, by the way, the that, that possession, Tony, led to their only points of the game, and that was because they went three and out and kicked a field goal. So, yeah. So. Yes. I did see that. I saw the drive chart, and I'm like, yeah. seven plays and let's kick a field goal. But, I mean, that was the highlights of the game. You know, going, it was Tony Pollard. But, you know, and to your point about when you look at the defensive side of the ball, now we can now we're all going to start questioning some of the moves. Byron Jones. Right. Byron Jones, our best cornerback. And, you know, look what happened on the on the other side. I mean, you got Xavier Woods coming out and saying, you know, uh, well, you don't expect us to play hard every play. I mean, who says that? OK, so, I mean, that to me, that'll be the quotes of all quotes, because a player actually comes out and says that. I mean, even if you feel that, I mean, come on, dude, I, you know, you don't, you don't say that. I, okay? underst- I understood his point, but. But when you play the way you play and you look exactly. the way you look, it, it makes exactly. that, that look even worse. You're like, duh. How yeah. about playing like, you know, three out of ten plays hard? Um, um, so here's my biggest point of frustration. And there are a lot as evidenced by this. You, you call this a therapy session. Um, <laughs> it was five years ago. Five years ago. Not that long. Five years ago that the Cowboys lost their starting quarterback and were just – inept without him they went one and 11 in games without tony romo in 2015 and that that should have been the most painful lesson of okay when you lose your starting quarterback not not every team that loses their starting quarterback tony goes on to win the super bowls like 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 the eagles did all right that that can happen very clearly it did happen but that is a, a rare circumstance in that particular situation but 
when you lose your starting quarterback, you should not just completely collapse. And I know they've lost other players, but that's the biggest problem with the Cowboys is that they have no depth. They, they cannot sustain any level of adversity. I know they're dealing with a lot of adversity right now, but they can't sustain even one inch of it. And when they do, they all pick up their ball and they go home. And I think that when you look at these, the offensive line, especially, and I said the, <clears throat> excuse me, the shelf life for them to, to really, to be in the, the prime is, is surpassing them. Oh, because I yeah. think guys, the guys. Are, and it, and it know, was all wasted. They're in the toilet. Yeah. And then, so what do you do about that? It's almost like, okay, these guys are going to be healthy for, eight years are not going to miss a game. I mean, that's unrealistic. So to your point about being getting some backups, some guys that can back them up, and especially offensive tackles. I mean, Cam Fleming, I mean, whoever they had out there on the – I mean, it's just – and they're playing against Monte Sweat and Chase Young. Those dudes are balling, man. That's what they need to do. They need – or, or what's, was it T.K. Metcalf last night who ran down uh, on that interception? On Buda Baker, yeah. That's what they need to show that today. Okay, dudes, this is how you freaking hustle. Well, and to but to this that is point, what you do, you know. To that point, Trayvon Diggs did do that against DK Metcalf himself, but yeah, but absolutely. but but he's the only guy on, and he's the rookie. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the. But you only, can't have one guy. You can't right. have one, and that's what Agreed. they are. They're individuals right now. They're one guy. They're 53 one guy brands. doing their own thing, and you know, like okay, and look, I'm always pro pro player, but I mean, I got to call them out. I mean, there is not one dude on that defense that. You know, I, I, you know, Trayvon Diggs, but all the other guys, look, you know, hey, let's let's get some value for him. I mean, let's send a message, okay? I mean, that's what I say. I mean, we talked about, uh, you know, setting a, you know, sending a message. You know, Jimmy used to send messages all the time. And so you need to send a message, but, you know, they got him handcuffed. I mean, now these guys are getting paid so much money. I mean, it's almost like they all opted out because of COVID because they're not playing. It's like they're just – taking the money and like, okay, I did, you know, we're going to write this season off. They are. Um, <laughs> I, so before the game started, I tweeted something to the effect of, I, I cannot imagine a, a more rock bottom, rock bottom. You know, and this was before the game. I said, if, if they found a way to, to sink even lower, I would be truly amazed. And they did, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, I and I don't know what kind of message you send. Do you fire Mike Nolan? Okay, cool. What is that? You know, because to me, firing Mike Nolan is even, you know, less of a degree of keeping them accountable, right? Like, you think these defensive players are going to, you know, lose any sleep because Mike Nolan gets fired if that happens? No. You know what I mean? Like, like none of them, they're, they're and in fact, I think that might justify themselves. They might see say told you Mike Mike was the problem we're we're the really good players we're the talent whatever Mike Nolan was the one ruining us you know what I'm saying like I don't know what kind of message you send to get it through to these guys well I I don't know the how complex it is I mean I I look at some of the 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 mental errors that they make and it's not really it's it's pretty generic you know it's different generic coverage you know it's it's guys are you thinking too much I mean I I you know, I, I, I watch, uh, you know, defensive linemen not, you know, not getting knocked off the ball three yards, getting knocked off to the second level. Jalen Smith just flailing around. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, you got you to gotta anchor the line of scrimmage. You have got the rim, you know, you have got to transition that. And there is no push on the defensive line. I mean, every time I always I watch, I say, yeah, turn your shoulders. That's what you try to do to a defensive lineman, turn their shoulders. And that's all they're doing. They turn their shoulders and they're getting soft spots all over the place. 
And, you know, after that, I mean, look, I, that's where it starts, man. That's where it anchors the mentality is up front, the dogs up front. And right now, across the board, I mean, you're not seeing that. There is not one position on that defensive line right now that you got to feel good about. It is a, uh, a rough time to be a Cowboys fan right now, Tony. But uh, they'll be on national television next, <laughs> next week. They'll be on Sunday Night Football for the whole world to see. Um, and I, I, my prediction, I don't think we see any change this week. Honestly, I, I, I truly don't. And again, Tony and I are recording this on Monday morning. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're listening, if something did happen, but I, I don't, I don't see anything changing. I think we'll hear the same lines. we got to fix the turnover differential. We like our guys. we got to get better. The NFC East is, is capable of being won, et cetera, et cetera. But I do think, um, if Andy Dalton cannot play this Sunday, I think they will start Garrett Gilbert over Ben DiNucci. I do think that. Yeah, I felt bad for the rookie, too, because you're talking about throwing someone in a hornet's nest. Mm. That defensive line, um, you know, welcome to the National Football League. Although this first pass he threw was, was pretty promising. He first pass it, was good, but yeah. the, the pitch to Zeke was awful. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah that was the first play. I mean, wasn't that what yeah, that was? Dude, not he, good. Pitched, he pitched it with two hands, like a chess pass in basketball. But you could imagine that dude right there. I could imagine him just all of a sudden, Andy Dalton. And you know, you're thinking about it, but you're like, damn, man, do I, I mean, this is not the good, this is not the time to do it. I'd rather have a week of practice and knowing I'm right. going in it. And now I'm seeing that. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many issues, RJ. But I mean, the thing about it that really is, is, is depressing for me is the effort now and sure. i don't know that you know to me that's just a sign of just quitting and not having much respect in yourself quitting on your coach and i never I, for and i would at least expect this for them to quit on jerry jones because he is the dude that makes them feel good and maybe that's the problem there's a lot of different problems in this team well, um, we'll see what happens. You'll hear from Tony yes, again later on in the week on the pregame. Again, Tony, have a happy birthday. We all hope it's a great day for you. Enjoy. I will, man. Check out the Tony Casillas <laughs> show. Tony's a busy man these days, uh, celebrating birthdays and putting out content. Uh, great show so far. We're excited to see where this thing goes. Tony, I'm sorry the Cowboys couldn't give you a, a nice gift, uh, but they let us all down if it makes you feel better. Yeah, they did. I think that uh... – this is not a good Monday for Cowboy Nation. Certainly, someone celebrating their birthday. But hey, life is precious, man. Just keep living every day like it's your last. Well said. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. This was the Seven Five Zero.